Welcome back to my lovely HP community. Our full moon has gone and we get to talk about some channeled guidance for those of you who are moving into your 5D C relationships. And so your person who is consistently in this compassion beyond reason, you do know how to work with those who have adaptive children, emotional responses, which can equate manipulation, gaslighting, ghosting, people who lie and gossip behind our lovely uh, quote-unquote backs, inconsistencies. So all that which those who are in the relationship soul age group or societal soul age group don't evaluate in a 5D spectrum, those who do evaluate them or are in the complete enlightenment soul age group, what happens here is something very different. The stories, for example, for me that I've shared multiple times, not only between my teenage years and then the whole oversoul stuff, it's always equated to the opportunity to move into the expanded version of my own self. So when you're constant consciousness, that's the love cycle. When you move into it, after your shame cycle, that's also a constant expansion. So inconsistencies of loved ones are those areas of misattunement that you get to engage in complete vulnerable conversation with. And so here's where <clears throat> the channeled guidance is something that relates. So as a teenager, I'll use that. There's a emotion that is a lot more charged. Obviously, this is where it would be those first opportunities for people to speak a truth, and that would be with equanimity. There's no reason to shame, blame, or fault. That's because a person who's 5D is moving into a constant state of neutrality from their mindset and looking at duality, so the beliefs, they are not physical threats so they tend to their thoughts as mine beliefs mine emotions calm down we're not being physically threatened so ego and body let's take a breath or two and more and reason before using our mouth so you learn to tend to that adaptive child emotion response with you the functional adult so you sit in silence with yourself until you're ready to engage or if you are engaging if you're mindful then it means you're aware of yourself if you're creating mindful relationships which is what a 5d person would be doing then you're going to speak your vulnerable stuff so this looks like again as a teenager it's a lot more straightforward if you move into your adulthood you will at the sweet spot begin to be able to consistently navigate it from a secure attachment nervous system. So you, within your own body, are a restorative embodied self and an integrated mind. So inconsistencies do not create a reactive safety defense mode. So you don't use the, it's an energy vampire, it's a karmic, I'm going to go and do a spell. Okay. The people who are in 4D. Let me talk a minute for that. When I was solely aware of metaphysics as a terrorism in my journey of Clareland and with the whole oversoul, that's why we have the paid 
subscription-based model content. If you have specific questions, ask them, and we will have content for that question. And we will ensure, I will ensure your, uh, your questions are satisfactorily answered, or you can come online and we can have a conversation about that, okay? So, <clears throat> when even in the absence of knowing of somatics, sensory motor, and all the good trauma educational stuff, and in the absence of Sadhguru with the expansion of consciousness from a spirituality perspective, there was still the ability for me to note that my loved ones are not good or bad. They are loved ones. There are no contracts that end, that there are relationships that recalibrate, yes. And so those secure connections where we don't have to talk all the time. We could talk maybe once every 10 years, even every 20, it doesn't matter. The secure connection is what a 5D person, enlightenment soul age person, or again, an individual who's a functional adult, they, they don't look at their relationships as transactions or objects. Our love is not transactional. It is a emotion because we're in our ventral vagal nervous system state, because we're human and we love, that's it. There's no strings attached because we don't have emotional insecurity. So we create secure connections. The secure attachment relationships, those would be the ones that people in other soul age groups develop, the ones who have monogamous relationships, or the ones who have polyamorous, they can decide to have partners that are securely attachment-based. Others will only be secure connections. There's conversations. The individuals who stay within the realm of the relationship, soul age group, and the societal are more likely to want to have structure and labels. And that's where the enlightenment soul age group person, no, we don't do labels. In fact, they always feel uncomfortable. So back to 4D land, this is why when learning about metaphysics, esotericism, and all these things, and my Claire's being active, and people saying, oh, your twin flame catalyzes your ascension. I'm like, I have three twin flames, and no, they didn't do anything. I'm all me, <laughs> meaning I interact with these people, but that's normal. We have relationships. They did not make a dent in the sense of make me become something. No, I already Maria. What gets driven by a person who's their own agent, a 5D individual is their own agent, until you get here, you will not necessarily know this feeling, but the self of you is perfect with the imperfections. Even if others will use your emotions against you, your words against you, so they will create, quote unquote, create. There will be situations where you get to, you, you the self of you, deal with adaptive children. And let me think, how can I rephrase the, the stories so that you can learn and also get the channel guidance to keep moving into your 5D compassionate state? The thing is, most people don't unconditionally love each other. So I already always have those who have these conditions in my view, meaning near my energetic presence. I got, it's like when someone has a finger in your ear. So I'm trying to distance those who are, which is the collective in their adaptive child selves, to give you what you can hear from a person who feels pure, unconditional love for each other. And that doesn't mean we ignore when someone's using our emotions against us and they're manipulating words and they're using them against us. 
and that we will know what is happening as it's happening and that our emotions will be presently there and we will be saying, um, don't manipulate me. Don't do, what are you doing? Why are you using my stories against me? I, I didn't tell you my story so that you could use it again. What is this? I'm never going to talk to you again. I won't be speaking to you if this is how you're going to handle the information I share. What? So we will tell the adaptive children that we meet along our way, uh, no, this isn't okay. We won't be like, you hurt me, so now I'm dying. No, we'll be like, yeah, my, my feelings, they're kind of heartbroken. Yeah, a little bit. What do you say? Are you going to stop? What are you going to do? What are we doing here? We'll have an actual ability to converse about the emotions that arise without poking at someone and then saying, ah, you're evil. I can't trust you. Now, back to 4D spectrum land for a minute because I want you to hear the difference between a person who's a 5D and that would be a 5D mystic, but also just a 5D handling moments from when you are an infant to a child. You know, I, I know stories of me, so I can use the stories that I've been told. And I can tell you that I've always been in a state of equanimity and therefore of ability to use my words and express very clearly how I'm feeling. I also remember the few moments in my brain. I can remember very clearly when I had the reactiveness of, of this um, I want to say anger, but it's not anger in the way I've seen other people talk about it, but I can equate it to that. So there's a few times where I had these moments and I remember them because I learned from them of how ineffective they were. And then there's other moments where I simply put equanimous and or direct and they're fine. So move forward. When people manipulate information, we'll be spelling out not to do that because mm, that's not right <laughs> when we see consistency in these mannerisms we'll learn how to uh, disregard that because it's not something that actually affects our physical life so we'll learn how to manage the emotions because in time we keep engaging with our love in our heart by being in our ventral vagal state and compassion so we grow more compassionate. We grow more loving, not the opposite, which is why in the fullness of these whole metaphysics as a terrorism with the souls, it made my relationships that much more intimate. It blinded me, though, by blinding the aspect of ego, which equals personality, but also equals a person's free will choice which equals the uncertainty of an individual, and that would be on a uh, mental and emotional level. But here's why the missing pieces of the trauma experts is really what gave me the ability to know, oh, okay, so the interactions of inconsistencies are not in spectrums to be looked at as viable. They are all immature emotionally speaking, human beings. Their two-year-old is running the show and they have a story and that is where that makes complete sense, actually a buttload of it because we will have already noted the personality with the ego. But long story short, when fully immersed in understanding soul contracts and the way the 4D talks about it, it's as if there's these um, divine mission, right? That one or perfect timing or again, when the ideas of construct came through more and more. I'm like, mm, no, that's not. No, you can't 
Some people started making claims. You can't have more than one soul. In fact, they've created now your true twin flame, your false twin flame, another twin, like they've created all these words to express something that equates people who need to grow up through their relationships. And that's exactly where um, there was no other opportunity as I did episodes to use different language than what I did in those years because of being only available to that information. And here's what's fascinating for those of us who are expanding consciousness particularly is that we always just feel more of ourselves. And when people say, but you've changed, we're like, no, I really just matured how I can express the same concept. That's because the people who are 5D are inclined the feminine with their own masculine, I should specify. We use our right brain mode, so we're always connected to the nonverbal parts of our body and of all that is around us. Our linguistic is only used so that we may interpret to you what we're feeling inside and what we're perceiving outside, but our left is not what leads the way. Our right leads the way, and it uses the left to organize the pieces in a way that the right will already see everything from afar without needing to prove it in depth. We don't need to go and grab how to heal a virus or whatnot. We're like, okay, we see it. But here's why the masculine is also important, by the way, because we can only be complete from the upper view with those who give us enough data to fill it up. And that's the reason why we'll, and so again, a 5D mystic in the mature feminine spectrum, those of us who channel, it's because we consistently have expansion of consciousness and we know that life always leads itself to the next best expanded version of itself. In this case, compassion, the ventral vagal state, and what I should specify is integrated minds and restorative embodied selves, people. So oneness consciousness are people who achieve what is defined by the lovely good mental health experts as a inner well-being life. Human suffering can be avoided. That some of the experts continue to say no, they are the ones who give data points so that we may make sure to fill in those gaps and say, wait a minute, uh, hold on. These people, yes, they're rigid thinkers. They're separating it. They're equating it over here. Let me give you this information on this end of the spectrum. Oh, FYI, yoga, portfolio of ventral vagal nerve toning exercises. Oh, yoga and meditation, FYI. Mindfulness, FYI. It's you using your neocortex. Oh, PS, FYI, your third eye, neocortex again. Oh, PS, your temporal junction holds the past. That's your body's memory. That's your karma. And you want to suffer? Okay, stick, stick to your story. What is it, a hero villain? Which one of your mental prisons are you living in today? Oh, is it your fault, their fault? What are you doing? Which one? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. They betrayed and lied to you. I forgot that equals evil over there. Okay, so trying to make a point here. All pieces of a puzzle are going to be very much used by those of us who are creators because we look from above, see below, and we're like, oh, here we go. Here's the puzzle. There. You can go with it if you want. We won't be doing that, by the way. Uh, except for when we're obviously trying to support people. And so you do it generalized. The individual gets to choose if they want to do this too with their own life or not. So you can look from above to your own life, put in all these little little pieces, become the unconditionally loving self that you already were to begin with. You just you know didn't start off that way because a zero-year-old can't take ownership of their emotions yet. 
you can start choosing if you're going to be loving and kind as you move forward in life. But again, your body does impact that. And then your mouth does too and your friends and all that stuff. So, okay. I've made my point, I think, clear. Those of us who see from above, inconsistency, it stays that way. Inconsistent. That's all I need to know. You're not reliable, period. Everything else, yours to look into, not mine. Because mm, inconsistency is the data point. The behind the scenes, that's for those who ruminate. The temporal junction, human suffering, yeah. People spend their buttloads of life in regret just because they don't know how to use their brain. Very straightforward. No, Maria, but they, I want to tell, let me tell you my story. Okay, let me hear. So guess what happened today? Blah, 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 blah. And they did this and it is that. And I can, I bet you, I am telling you, I know it for fact. This is what happened. Can you believe it? Or how about, you know what my friend did? Ah, oh, they're such an asshole. And it's not about the part about talking of things because we will talk about things. I talk about things all the time. It's the part about how the person feels that is being completely ignored. They're a victim of their own circumstances with their relationships. That's the implicit memory and or the charge stuff that people ignore. So they don't mature their emotional plane. They're living it as a teenager or a child or whatever you know, word they prefer to use. It's an adaptive child. They're emotionally immature. Inconsistency is what is theirs as well. And they're too busy slapping those band-aids on the mirror to notice, wait a minute, the cuts are on my face, meaning my nervous system is being reactive right now. Let me breathe. Let me bring my default mode network to a down regulation and let the oats, others in the self know, hey, it's good. We're, we're physically safe. This is a difference of belief systems, of opinions, of values. It's normal. That's what happens between people. We have different ways we think about things right now. My friends decided to lie to me. My friends decided to gossip about me. It's cool. Do I like it? No, I don't. But apparently knowing how to speak the truth is just that challenging for people. You'll realize that most people don't speak these words anyways. Or if they do, if they're emotionally immature, it's not a conversation. And really, people, when they're telling each other, how to do life, uh, it's, it's a, how can I break this one down? When I have adults with me, we share our stories. When I have people who are differentiated selves and they own it, that's where we have exchanges, meaning I can share who I am and they will hear me. And that's because they are their own self. This doesn't mean that we hold the exact same way of emotionally being in each other's lives, for example. We have the same way of being able to know that one person has personality with beliefs, ideas, and yada, yada, and another, and respect that, okay? Those are relationships that are better for sure than the ones that are not in this space. But what is most amazing is when, in addition to that, you also have the emotions matching. And what is that? So that one is where people are vulnerable. So they're able to spell out to each other their fears. Now, I have found that people that I consult, the ones who know of me for Reiki and personal development, that are friends, but that know of me with the mysticism part, and they do gain their benefit from it. I wish they would be more consistent in their own life for themselves, but I understand everybody has a process. 
Long story short, though, <clears throat> when they ask for consultation, they are usually in vulnerable spaces because they can ask, since that's what I do, they will not be afraid. Furthermore, we build intimate relationship, friendship. So that's another part. And as a person, here's where those who are mature do not go around presenting to people in a specific way aspects that they that the children will do to each other is what I'm going to leave it at. Long story short, they feel felt. They know that they're being felt as a person, that they're being attuned to, and that the person in front of them is listening with an open heart, and that they're safe to share. So they're securely attaching, if you will, but it's a secure connection because this is where the relationship of a secure attachment is only one that is consistently in each other's lives that way again and again and again. So the emotional attunement is what would create a securely attached relationship. In order for that to happen, there has to be a meeting of differentiating minds seeing each other with different belief systems and a meeting of the hearts knowing that no matter what, emotions will not be used against you. Your stories will not be used against you. You will not be used against you. What does this mean? It means that a person will consistently show up in a way of being differentiated. So they would have to always have their own ego self in a space of security within their own body, meaning I have confidence in who I am, how I am, and no matter what another person presents to me, I continue to have empowerment of self and can emotionally show up because my emotions are simply putting me in a ventral vagal nervous system state, attuning to another loved one in the absence of an opinion of what they need, what to do, what to say, what not to say, okay, giving them judgment, whatever it is. <clears throat> so it's when people tune into each other without uh, adding their belief system to something that is, example, emotionally in a space of okay for another. So I'm going to use my teenage friends and just my friends overall, the people that are not in 5D and they're not enlightenment soul age group. They are not completely here because they lead with their relationship and or the other societal soul age group. So they use these categories, conditions, okay? They don't unconditionally love with flaws and imperfections. Straightforward. So people who are over there, they will consider my teenage friends and years as something sad. They will consider the whole oversoul as something sad. They'll consider a buttload of things as something sad, and that's not in any way, shape, or form what a person who's a 5D mystic will note. From the mature feminine, that's the only one who's a 5D mystic. The masculine who becomes 5D, at that point, they may become, yes, a mystic, but the reality is there's two ends of a coin for a reason when it comes to the energetic spectrum of the fabric of consciousness. So it's more likely that those who come out of shame will know what it's like to stop casting stones and they will keep learning how to stop casting stones and to stop giving their own opinions in areas 
that are emotionally something of value to another person that is not for them to interact with their own opinion about and on and and that's where it's a challenge though because remember we care about each other and so it's personal right okay so in in the inconsistency a person will show the consistent way that they will know how to show up adaptive children always show up as harsh unforgiving they have conditions they will look to prove that they're right. They will look to prove that you're wrong or they will look to try and have a debate or they will look to try and fix or they will look to see what's broken or they will look to see who's to shame or blame or fault. They will look for something to go and analyze versus just sit in silence right here and allow themselves to listen and share the emotional spectrum with the person who's sharing their heart, right? And, and this is something, again, very much uh, that can only be done in time. And that's only if a person is in their secure attachment body as an enlightenment soul age person. Right now, that's not what I'm channeling for you. I'm, I'm trying to give you the equation. If you do meet that, what it is, is a person who will consistently be able to attune to you 100% of the time. And when misalignment happens to immediately recalibrate to the best of their ability to say, sorry, I misunderstood, I misspoke, I used the wrong words. And to give you the right to say and tell your story, okay? Because it's your story, not theirs. People who attune to each other 100% in this way of thoughts and emotions, because there's a secure attachment within your own self, we don't cease to exist. We are not you, but we will want to hear and embody in the way you're sharing us because we're here to listen to each other so the relationship is of linking and joining and that me and you becomes a me we and here's where daniel siegel talks about this which is why the mind sight and mind sifting is only of the integrated mind that also has a restorative embodied self which is what i'm applying personally in my life and have always and consistently sharing and as i finish once i'm done with the interpersonal neurobiology class the certificate program and finish the attachment lifespan i'm sure i'll have a lot more to share with you on that but the easy equation is you practice this on your own by allowing yourself to disengage from telling somebody that you think oh i'm so sorry for your story if they're not saying that they're sorry for it you know so you choose how to rework People who think of this in a way that is manipulation of words, they're not in the Enlightenment Soul Age group. They're not even in 5D. Allow yourself to understand. Whenever I've been told you manipulate words, I say I don't manipulate words, but yes, we all manipulate if we really must use that. <laughs> I'm trying to express concepts with different words because those words don't match what I want to say. And okay, do you want to argue about the definition? Fine, we can sit here and argue. I will learn how not to talk to you because I honestly don't want to have to work to have an enjoyable, what used to be an enjoyable conversation. Meaning that if you're going to be a person who's an adaptive child and use only a left mode, a person who's not an adaptive child is not going to waste time trying to converse because that's a competition that a person's just presented it's not a conversation we don't try to be another person that's not how we build our relationships 
And this is why we create secure connections, not attachments, because a secure attachment would require for the enlightenment soul age group person in 5D for another individual to disengage from telling us how we feel when we're telling them how we feel. If I tell you how I'm feeling, either you've heard me or you haven't. And if I have to repeat myself, I will at least once. And then if I have to repeat myself by the third time, I will not be speaking in a certain way about myself anymore. Because now I will know that you do not accept how I feel emotionally and I'm not going to try and prove that I feel this way. And I'm not going to sit through listening to you tell me how I feel when I don't feel that way either. It's an invasion of our space mentally and emotionally and we will choose the right silence and that's where if you are emotionally mature at this point it is different than the ones who so back to 4d land when i was learning to notice that all the people in the astrological community the tarot card community the claire community not only do they keep on talking about being anointed but furthermore, this whole light, dark, and not realizing the inconsistency in their words when they're using the word creator and they're trying to judge religion, but then the way you're using creator makes it sound like you think you're God or that it's God, and it's like, mm, that's not God, and it's not creatorship, and it's really a big ball of energy, and you're still talking about energy vampires and dark auras, and you're canceling your loved ones, and you're talking about them as karmics, and you're actually consistently seeming to be subject to this external strong something beyond your control which you're now calling source again might as well just equal it to god but you're just saying source and spirit and perfect timing and it's like did you not hear the memo about free will like you don't know what that means obviously so as an independent person is what i'm trying to say in the full immersion of it i my body consistently was giving me information about um, the lack of clarity from the 4D spectrum. When I first started in the 4D spectrum, though, that beginning is amazing because you get introduced to all the stories, archangels, Atlanteans, Lemurians, right? My crystals, I love all my crystals. So the gist of information, and I keep on trying to ensure I have that knowledge because as we move forward in our collective and the ihp community the paid subscribers particularly i look forward to having those of you who are in your expertise of these areas to come on board and talk about it a 5d way though not not the 4d way so when it comes to the oversoul i want to break it down in a way that i saw that old man on this greg braden video that i can't find him but he talks about it we are energetic imprints the metaphysical energetic lady talks about it and she makes a great buttload of sense too. And I'm going to add and allow you all to know that the fabric, yes, you will be aware of your own fabric, but only if you are aware of your name as a person. One. Two, only if you stop talking about any one of your loved ones as if they're an enemy or evil. And I mean this. And that's only for those of you who want to move into 5D spectrum. Please, you don't have to. Stick to a 4D. It's fine. You're going to be fine. Got plenty of rigid leaders out there leading you. You can leave your emotions the way they are. Because we're talking about working with your emotional plane, which people don't want to do because they don't know how to access their own ventral vagal because they choose to sit in their rumination and to justify the nagging that goes on. Okay, so it's a very straightforward choice. 
the people who have a specific level of trauma, if we're lucky, they go and get help if we're lucky. Because, you know, when I see people who are throwing their life in the shithole and I can't do anything and I have to hear a modulated fucking body tell me that I'm enabling when I want to just punch you in the face because no one enables anyone. If you didn't know what free will means, you need to study it because you really need to learn how the brain works of a human being before you can, you know, again, I have learned, I do know. I have a buttload of information and I'm still learning it. And it is my interpretation. I'm okay with it because I can see how people can tap into this infinite world, but they need to see that they're going down the shithole. And I'm not talking about the little gossipy. I don't even care about those people. They can do drama land all day, soap operas, make fun. Ha ha. I don't even laugh. It's, it's, it's actually quite... I don't know which one's worse. The reality is at least they're not in life threat. I'm talking about to people who have life-threatening situations. That's more serious. Thank goodness there's Gabor Matei. So when we see people who are in their human suffering, the modulated people, we do not want to have anything to do with them because they actually are ignoring not only how they felt when they were helpless, they're also thinking they can go around telling and forcing another person to do something that they will not be able to successfully do. And so the best way for us to work with compulsive, this is where that thief story from Sadhguru, the Zen tradition story, you will only be able to make a difference through compassion beyond reason is what shatters that aspect. Punishment only hardens a person. And let me remind anybody who's new, they will not have heard of the story Punishments can make a person rock solid, but compassion beyond reason will shatter them. It is when a human being is presented with a harshness, they become more capable of handling punishment. But if you present compassion, that is what will melt them. Now, when you learn about dysregulated, modulated, embodied selves and the shame cycle, what you understand is that a person in shame is feeling unworthy and disgusted with themselves. Compassion will shatter them because that shame cycle will be busted at some point when there's compassion beyond a reason. So they will know and meet an actual unconsciously loving safe space, but they will not be familiar with it and their one-year-old will be what comes up, which will be freaking the fuck out of their body, meaning they will feel, I don't know, because I don't know that body, but all I know is the shatter thing happens. The shatter things happens, and then whatever is taking place in the ruminating mind, well, you know, they got a story. There ain't love, and humanity is not to be trusted. That's going to be their story, so they're going to keep running with it, no matter whatever was brought up in those moments of getting compassion beyond a reason. Only they will know if they are going to see clearly that what they have is, again, an actual compassion is love, an actual loving human being. That's exactly where shame wants to hide and withdraw because the person who holds it feels disgusted with themselves. And here's where 4D, when they talk about energy vampires and dark auras, they are not, the 4D people are not light in the sense of love. 
oh, they're light. We all are light. And they're vibing beneath neutrality is what I want to tell them all. But they have clairs, so excuse me, they're anointed. And they know about DNA upgrades and the astrology and all of this other stuff, which are very important conversations, by the way. Right now we have, again, the, the full moon, the new moon. All of what is astrological actually has an impact on every person's body because your charge states are in your body, your unresolved trauma in your body, your attachment wounds in your body. You know what your body is doing? It's trying to get to restorative embodied self. So it's going to, in time, unlock all of those attachment wounds. You know what your brain is doing. It's trying to actually take the trauma and move it back into normal memory because your brain knows what it means to be in its healthy state. And it's not a non-integrated brain. It's not with charged states and trauma. It's not with fragments that are broken, that it's too much, too soon, too fast. No, those are fragments. This is why fragmented. doesn't mean you're a fragmented sense of self. It means that there's charge states are going to try to come up because they just are going to naturally, your cells, you know, again, they move to the optimal version. That's what the biology of a memory, and people don't believe it. Hey, let them not. So 4D talks about DNA upgrades without understanding what this means because they don't work with their emotions. They only work with their mouth. And the 4D ones who talk about, again, oh, that person, I'm always the lighthouse and they're the darkness and blah, blah, blah. So when they receive inconsistent behavior, they will uh, talk about, for example, twin flame people, the ones that have talked about it with those people that they will have considered, basically, um, here's how some of them have put it in the, in the general schemes when I watch the different tarot readers and those people who are relationship coaches and yada, yada, yada. Um, in the uh, ideal timing, the masculine will awaken to wanting to do personal development and the feminine will be uh, finally their whole self and doing their thing and they won't even be thinking about anything and, and and so it's all about the ego all of it it's all adaptive children basically not knowing uh hello did you did you not choose just to be in relationships for the fun of relationships i'm so sorry i didn't know so the part that for me for example was immediately no is the fact that they completely um separate the twin flames in one is awakened and the other is not. And that's disrespecting my loved ones because my loved ones are smart people. They are not needing to be awakened to shit. They're awakened as much as they can when they're walking around. So here's what true love is. It's fuck you. Don't offend my loved ones. Go fuck yourself. And that's where like, seriously, the, the minute that I saw these people transforming this, I was reactive because you're not going to talk about people that I know because all our oversoul are people that we know. So that's why the 4D plane, when I've heard people talking about their love, hey, it's your loved ones, not mine. I don't, I am not, it's your story. I'm your friend. I'm going to listen to you. Or the tarot readers, I don't care what you're reading to your community. They're going to listen to you. That, that's where. But to me, don't touch my oversoul. And see, here's where when you actually are the owner of your own self this way. Oh, man. 
and I'll, I'll use me as this example, my mother, and she will let you know, <laughs> as I grew up, I learned to mind my own business, because I would be like a dog, barking and barking, and basically anytime anyone would say something to my mother, I would um, basically defend her in certain family situations, so I became basically unreasonable to deal with and my mother taught me how to try and back down to the point where I did finally I learned how to shut up in my own business but that's where to this day uh, don't touch my mother meaning there are people out there that I really don't want to see because they have insulted the person called my mother and I would say I got taught how to be respectful by my religion, right? I, I assume that everyone would note that you're supposed to, quote unquote, the fact that people turn against their own family to me is an indication you didn't know that your family and you, so 4D again, you want to talk to me about oneness consciousness. Do you know what it means to move out of your adaptive child and to move into functional adulthood? Forgiveness is the word integrated mind is another word oh yeah no bullshit intended uh you and the past past is done your charge state still there in your body you want to react with it go for it it's in your body not mine you want to keep allowing your nervous system to be all pissy go for it you're stressed not me i'm not actually making fun of this i'm saying people don't realize that whatever they're saying outside blah 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 changes nothing within their body so all the modulated people who talk about their family as toxic, they have not healed yet. They're in a state of fight and their body, unfortunately, I'm so sad for their body because the venom that comes out of anger and frustration is, is very poisonous. And in time, your organs will be affected. This is something that we all know because you're not learning to sit still you can meditate all you want if as soon as i talk about your family you are on it in a way of not yet knowing how to be equanimous you haven't learned how to be in a body that is at ease and these are called your emotions now this is where i am objective i know i'm defensive about my loved ones and i've always claimed that, well of course hello they're my loved ones do you think i'm not going to take their side i won't justify my actions I will know that I'm defending. I learned how to be more grown-up because my mother taught me how to be a grown-up and mind my own business. Every time I'd defend or get all upset, she would have a conversation again and again and again until I started to get older and realize it isn't any of my business. And if I'm going to be yelled at for defending, I mean, that's double the trouble for no reason. <laughs> so there. But that the part about what has never changed is how I feel with my loved ones, I will be irrationally defensive, you know, and this has happened, in fact, only once in my life again, to the, to the extent where I knew why it made sense. And what I'm going to again spell out is we don't justify our emotional reactivity, but we know where it comes from. So when you're aware of everything, without even needing to be aware of it. You know if your loved one is being bullied, is what I'm going to say, okay? You know if your loved one is being treated in a way that you do not want them to be treated. And even if, like with my mother, she would yell at me. She would yell at me. I would get 
yelled at for defending her, okay? So in my brain, I'm thinking, what the fuck? I'm defending you and I get yelled at? So I learned to be quiet because I learned how to sit in my spot. But I also did objectively learn it's not my business if somebody wants to allow another person to treat them a certain way. It's not my business. And here's where the grown-up comes into the mix. It's from again and again and again being told by people who are justifying other people, society, treating them certain ways that the actual 5D person will learn to back off. So long story short, though, when the 4D began talking about this twin flame stuff as if these twin flames have no awakening in their body, I was like, yeah, no. Not only is this bullshit because it's egoic, the minute you're telling me you're special is the minute that I know, okay, no, we're all special. None of us are more special than others. These are not superpowers. I know that you don't know this yet, but it's basically science in the making, you know, it's all energy, even though there's that energetic fabric. So yeah, for sure, there's a whole beautiful journey with our oversoul. They don't awaken us. We're fucking awoke. Every time I get up, I'm awake. You know, you use your brain. So it's straightforward. Doesn't matter what side of the coin you're on. If you're 5D, this is something simple. Which is why you will not allow a story to take precedence. Because the story are for those who ruminate. The story are for the adaptive children. Okay, back to the 4D story. Because a 5D person will see through it. Which is why we don't stick to it and we move on with the information. I moved very quickly out of that stuff. Now, did I get awakened to the truth of reality? Yeah, in fact, I was thankful. The first awakening to the reality was, shit, I forgot about the ego, damn it. And I was like, thank goodness, thank you, thank you for reminding me about that one. And lo and behold, I was awakened to the active knowing every person has their own life as their priority, period doesn't matter if they're part of your oversoul or not. And that is actually exactly how life is meant to be lived for the Enlightenment Soul Age Group who does not require to attach securely to any human being on the face of this planet, even to our own lovely caregivers. So that we will want to be social. Yes, that's why. 5D people, what do you do? You build secure connections. I got a buttload of them. They're amazing. All of them. And they all have their own stories to share with me. And I have my own story to share with them. We're all independent emotionally. So they have no need to be tending to my heart. And I don't have to tend to theirs, of course. We will tend to each other's hearts if we want to. And if not, we won't. And that's not going to make them bad guys or gals. As a teenager, didn't have this level of emotional wisdom. As an adult today, I do. And I can tell you that I'm very fond of my lovely teenage boyfriend and his companion. Can't wait to meet up with her and the child that is theirs and to chit-chat. I actually always envision that we can talk about the past and smile and laugh together. I actually would really love that. Him, I don't know, because he is sitting in his shame. Uh, you know, it's so bad that he doesn't even look me in the eye. That's how bad it is. But her, she's realized our connectiveness. Why? Because of my vulnerability. What's the vulnerability? My Claire's. Did I get support to share? No, 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 I did not. I chose all on my own because I had her number that when those dreams just persisted, okay, I, I need to write this person because these are not going away. And lo and behold, 
by the third time this occurred year after year after year three dreams the first night i'd ignore it and just wake up the second third and in those moments of reaching out stuff was taking place and my reaching out supported her and eventually by the third fourth time she's like wow we really are connected and she finally dropped her shield which you know was all of her own doing anyways but that's the part no person supported vulnerability wow you want to be friends with her how can you trust her but she was you know with him while you were together and you shouldn't trust her what are you talking about what what is this word oh i'm sorry because you think people tell you the truth do you tell people the truth all the time i mean i'm sure we all can try to but hey you know a lot of people get sensitive with their egos they can't handle the truth i learned this as a teenager i don't tell the people exactly i learned how to use my words so i could avoid hearing people getting all pissy at me or or upset or sad and then you know what i love even more and i'm being sarcastic are the people who will actually have the audacity to use a way of words with me and think that i don't know what they're doing even though sometimes i will not because i'm actually engaging in a way that i care and then at a certain point it's because they do things and then in time they reveal their tactics that i'm like oh that time was this got it so when people like to push buttons because they actually don't know that there are some of us who are masters of our emotions to the extent that we will be able to be to the best of our ability compassionate even while we are in our heart of hearts feeling very upset and agitated because we're not really clear if you're okay with us are you not like we don't know where we stand so we're going to start being aware of it and we care about our loved ones the people that are aware of they're manipulating the emotion in that moment and i've become aware that there are people that are in my life that actually do this but what i know they became aware of in time was that no matter how they tried to manipulate that energy and to bring me to a specific spot that love is the way that i chose to respond to them and proof this is the part it always comes in time and so when i realized this again this is recent in fact because you look back and you see but really it's because of the people that i interact with who share with me the truth and we've built relationships together and in fact again it's beautiful to notice compassion beyond reason it shatters shame and those shame shatter moments are the most amazing for these people that we love because they will know that they are one unconditionally loved by those individuals like i and any one of you who's 5d they will have a choice to make and that will be do i want to keep on trying to do something in a way that i know is not actually going to lead to something positive within this relationship or do i want to build an intimate relationship that's vulnerable with a person who's pretty awesome and and more okay so the people who are afraid they have shame and thanks to the 5dc some of you are there if you're in the enlightenment soul age group you're definitely there so thanks to their functional adult relationships they get to learn how to be safe within their own body and to make a choice between love or fear because emotional manipulation is only brought forth because a person will have learned how to manipulate 
as an infant in situations to stay safe. So they're, they're not realizing that the ups and downs of their inconsistency is because they learned that they needed to do this to get out of something alive. By being met with a person who really cares and because you can't lie, that's the part. In fact, we will not be angry. If people manipulate emotionally, we'll get sad. We won't be angry even when we find out all stuff that you find out in time because, again, actions will speak louder than words and the truth always comes forth. It's only heartbreaking. That's all. And it's not a heartbreak that leads us to suffering. It's a actual sadness for the people who don't move beyond their shame cycle or for the people who basically, um, you know, they don't... Because there's different types of groups. And this is not Twin Flame. This is all of our oversoul. For the Twin Flame stuff, what you'll notice 4D people do is just stay within this, I know everything, and so in this lifetime, we're not going to be together. The ones that talk about their Twin Flames, the ones who are building a pretend life, oh, I'm happy with all of this that I am, and, and then they keep tabs about their Twin Flame, though. They're like, oh, let me go check. And, and they, you know, the funny part is they make it seem so like, oh, it is what it is. But yet they're actively trying and you know here i'm going to use this the avoidant avoidant attachment that's what these people become because they shield their heart and the avoidant is a disconnected self and so while they will feel themselves that they're not participating because they're down regulated their emotions the if they had that little barometer that measures what's going on inside their body there would be activity. So here's the difference between a person who becomes their 5D. We know that our emotions are always going to be activated when our loved ones start to get upset. We're okay with that. That's called being a human being. We'll cry. It's okay for us to cry. We'll get mad. We don't care about hiding our emotions. So we, we won't consider emotional manipulation some evil shit because it ain't evil to manipulate my emotions. I'm going to use my emotions because they're going to come out. What I won't do is point a finger and shame, blame, or fault, or do anything remotely close to revenge. What I won't do is try to manipulate you to get you pissed or to be spiteful. I will not do that. No. The words that we choose to try and use is not manipulation the way that those who manipulate think. We choose to try and speak in a language that will be accepted because we actually are trying to tend to those Areas that we realize create a level of insecure emotional response on the end of the adaptive child person. 5D means unconditional love, flaws, imperfections, we all have them. You have an integrated mind, a restorative embodied self, or you're getting there. It means you do not manipulate people emotionally. It means that you tend to people emotionally. It means you're a constant compassion. If you're here, you're here. If you're not, you don't have to be. If you're a functional adult, you're forgiving and nuanced because you know that everybody can make mistakes and nobody gossip lie betray this is not life-threatening guys and gals unless you need to have validation in that case you're not in the 5d yet you're not in the enlightenment so age group you don't have to be you can go be in 4d they love talking about karmics they love talking about envy and jealousy they love talking about the dark and light forces of evil and yada yada they love having the hero villain journey in their mouth all the time they love being anointed or evil in and of itself. Whichever side of the coin you want to be in, that's the story of those who are not tapped into 
infinite higher human consciousness potential because they chose not to move into integrated mind by themselves. They chose shame, blame, fear, revenge, fault, all of it. It's blah, 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 blah. And then their emotions, they have no awareness of what they're missing out on because they're in human suffering. They're in their temporal junction. They can do yoga all they want. If you don't love people and want to hug people, you don't know half of what your body can feel yet. When you can love people and know you would cry if a person that you love was upset with you, that's being a human being. And that it's okay to cry because that's what we'll feel when we love each other sometimes. And we also always feel love. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts and experiences. Call it in or leave a message. Have a great day.